0: Hi, I'm Amber with Dermcast TV. Today I'm sitting with Cynthia Trickett, lieutenant colonel in the Texas National Guard and practicing dermatology PA in Dallas, Texas. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks. So we're going to talk about the role of the PA in military. Can you talk to me about your background and how you got where you are right now? Sure. I joined the military in
1: 1990, I was enlisted. I had not completed PA school. I was doing my prerequisites for PA school, but I didn't know that I was gonna be a PA at that particular time. I actually thought I was gonna be a nurse. My particular unit was all driven by nurses, our commander was a nurse, our vice commander was a nurse, everybody was a nurse, I was in a flying unit. And it was actually, I had started nursing school, but something happened to switch my focus and fortunately when I was enlisted I had been exposed to physician assistants during my training and I thought hey I'm interested in that I can do that let me let me look a little more into that so really it was the military that guided me to being a PA but they didn't pay for my PA school or anything like that I chose a different route
0: after your training within the military how did you go about working that into your private practice
1: Hmm. So since I've always been in the military, I was actually, you know, in the military before I was a physician assistant. So every practice that I joined knew that I was in the military and made not special concessions, but knew that that was also a focus for me. So fortunately, I'd, I'd only been activated three times for a hurricane, so it wasn't a huge detriment to my practice. But when the call comes, you have to go. So, and, and you don't know where you're going, how long you're going to be gone. So it's nice that they have some understanding.
0: Tell me a little bit about the process when you get activated for one of these emergencies. What our role would be in that?
1: Okay, so as a physician assistant, I'm in a, a medical unit, and you are—you have a bag packed that's prepared. You may never use it for three or four years, and you know have to change out some things and whatever. But uh, you're always prepared to be called. Um, but when the call comes, you have 24 hours to be on site and ready to do what you need to do. And. When I get the call, there's a little anxiety, of course, but then I have to call my employer and say, guess what, it's now time to go. And they always eventually ask, well, where are you going? How long are you going on? When what do we need to adjust your schedule? When are you coming back? And the answer is, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to be flipping, I just don't know. So um, for example, this past time that we were called up for Hurricane Harvey, I was called up on a Saturday and we were gone for 10 days. Fortunately, it was only 10 days, but uh, yeah, we went and did what we needed to do, and then I got to come back, but all that entire time I was like, when am I coming back to my practice? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it's a little anxiety written because you don't, know the, you don't know what you don't know, but uh, certainly when you're there and you're doing good work, you know, the time flies and you're like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing.
0: So you leave, you have no idea how long you're gone for, and you just tell your, your practice, I'll be I'll back. be back when I'm back. I can see where that would produce just a little bit of anxiety on everybody's part involved. That's great. I didn't realize what a need that there was for dermatology PAs in those type of emergency situations.
1: PAs in general, yes, but dermatology is actually a specialty that is acutely or um, well positioned for certain emergencies like, for example, Hurricane Harvey. When I got activated for Hurricane Harvey, I wasn't sure what an impact I was going to make. Yes, I understand some family medicine concepts for sure, but uh, about 50% of our casualties that came into our our tent to be treated uh, had dermatologic issues. So we had tinea, we had lacerations, we had infected wounds, infected eczema, had pittoriasis, rosea patient, facial shingles type of patient. I even had infantile acne. Yes, I know that's not an emergency, but these particular patients come in because they're seeking care and they're worried. So it was, um,
0: it was nice to be utilized that way. It's great that you can make such an impact. What would you tell others that are considering joining some portion of the armed forces or military within our profession? It's a great
1: way to give back, for sure, and you're definitely needed, um, but please make sure that you are aware of your commitment. The worst thing you can do is say, yes, yes, I want to do this and not be aware what you're in for. So, talk to some of the people who have been in and who can give you the ins and outs of, of the true story. When you talk to a recruiter, they're going to say anything they can to get you into the military, which I understand. They, they have quotas to meet, but make sure you talk to somebody who's already there and uh, has a good idea of what, what you can expect. But Even then, we still don't know exactly what to expect, but we can give you a good idea.
0: Are there any resources that you would recommend somebody utilize when trying to make that decision?
1: Um, Certainly the SDPA, there are members, you know, a good, uh, a fair number of members that are in the military, but um, you could also contact um, the Society of Air Force Physician Assistants, Army Physician Assistants, Navy Physician Assistants. So you can get names and then you can say, hey, I'm interested in joining, what's it all about?
0: Great. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise. I appreciate everything that you do on, on a daily level and on a, on a responder level. So thank you for all of your Thank you so much service. for inviting me. Absolutely. I'm Amber Blair with DermCast TV. Have a great day.